You are now listening to the CRC podcast, brought to you by Pastor Act Bossif. We trust that this message will change your life forever. Come on, family, we're back together again. Thank God. 750. Thank you to our government. Hallelujah. We welcome all our churches with us tonight over South Africa, Bloemfontein, Johannesburg, Lady Brain, Belito, Bethlehem, Cape Town, Cape Town, North Durban, East London, George. You can clap your hands, Jeffrey's Baker, too. Kimberly Clark's door back to business, Malmesbury, Marking, and Elspray, Peter Marysburg, Port Elizabeth, Potsdam, Kwakwa, Uppington, Booster, Gaberone, Tsumeb, Onkadeva, Swakopmund, and Vintuk, Net Om de Hook. Good to be back in the presence of God, and I believe God's got something special for you. How many of you are planning to have a great 2022? This year is not what we expected, but we are not defined by the last 21 months. We are defined by the promises of God and by the presence of God. And some of you have already begun to see God do great things in your life. If that's you, because we receive your testimony, shout Amen in Jesus' Name. Then also good news, CRC Music. Um, new release on Friday the 8th. Also, we're gonna be releasing our album very soon. Wave there, Lefuno. He heads up the music ministry for forever. He's only 20, so uh, you look 20 in any case. And his beautiful wife heads up the creative ministry. So uh, you restore. Amen. A year of restoration. So come on, give it up for all these beautiful musicians tonight in Jesus' name. Take your seats in the heavenly places tonight. Open your Bible to Psalm 105 again. Because if you go to Psalm 155, you're not going to find it. Because how many Psalms in the Bible? 100 and? I'm glad you know your Bible so well. I want to continue from this morning with the emphasis, the water gushed out. You better get ready for God to do something in your life. You better get ready for God to turn your dry place into a fruitful place. And the days that lie ahead, no person's names will be in super stars and lights. This next move of God will be by the Holy Ghost and by the Holy Ghost alone. And God is going to use people, but those people are not gonna strut their importance. So you better get ready for God to move in your life. Psalm 105 verse 34, the Bible says, He also brought them out, and I add, of this pandemic with silver and gold. Somebody say, I am coming out. Whatever it is that you have to come out of, you are coming out. And the one who's gonna bring you out is God Himself, Jehovah, who sent His Son, Jesus Christ. He's gonna bring you out of your crisis. He's gonna bring you out of your despair. He's gonna bring you out of your misery. He's gonna bring you out of your failure. He's gonna bring you out of your disappointment. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost already. He's gonna bring you out of your past. He's gonna bring you out of your pain. God is the one who's gonna bring you out of your lack, of your fear, of your uncertainty, of your bondage. I don't care what you have done, I wanna say to you that God is for you and God has not turned His mind or changed His mind concerning you. 
even if you are in a whale's belly tonight, God is going to bring you out of the whale and you are going to land safely again in the Name of Jesus Christ. Can you say Amen? The Bible says there was not one feeble among His tribes. With this revival that is coming, there's going to be a great move of deliverance and healing, a manifestation of God's power when we are praising and worshipping God. So we better get ready and sing songs of expectation, songs of deliverance, songs of, of blessing. The Bible says He spread a cloud for a covering. Well, let me uh, backtrack. Verse 36 says, Egypt was glad when they departed for the fear had fallen upon them. So, you know, I don't care how, how much of a hard time the devil has been giving you, but God's going to give that devil so much trouble that is going to be glad to get his hands off of you and to leave you alone. He spread a cloud for a covering, a fire to give them light in the night. The people asked and he brought quail. The people asked, the Bible says, ask of me and I will give you the nations of your inheritance for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth as your possession. James 4 verse 2, the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. You have to pray bigger prayers than ever. You have to pray bolder prayers than ever. You have to raise your level of expectation. You have to believe that God is gonna turn your dry place into a water land in Jesus' Name. So the people asked and He brought them quail and satisfied them with the bread of heaven, God's presence. He opened the rock and the water gushed out. It ran in the dry places like a river, not a treacle, not ankle deep water, but a river of blessing is heading our way in Jesus' Name. He opened the rock and the water gushed out and it ran in dry places. I wanna say it again tonight, that there are certain things only God can do and certain things only God will do. And this pandemic has been a, been a perfect setup for God to move because the Bible says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. You better get ready for a deluge from heaven, not a delusion. You better get ready for the floodgates of heaven to open in the Name of Jesus Christ. You better turn your mourning into dancing. You better change your song of sorrow into a song of joy in the Name. Oh, come on, somebody just give the Lord a little bit of a praise dance here tonight in the Name of Jesus Christ. I believe God is getting ready to split the rock. Psalm 78 verse 16, the Bible says, He also brought streams from the rock and gave water to run in the desert. I know some of you are sitting in a COVID desert. You're sitting in an emotional desert. You're sitting in a desert of despair, despondency. Maybe a desert of lack, I don't know. But I want to tell you that God has not abandoned you, that God has not forsaken you, that God's arm is not too short to deliver you, that there is nothing that God cannot do, that there is nothing that is too difficult for God. 
I want to tell you tonight that the things that are impossible with men are possible with God, for with God all things are possible. I want to tell you tonight if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to tell you that God will turn your disappointment into a divine appointment for His glory. I want to tell you that God is going to turn your setback into a heavenly comeback, that God is going to turn your mistake into a miracle, that God is going to turn your tragedy into a triumph, that God is going to turn the bitter waters of Mara into something beautiful. And God's going to take you from Mara. He's going to take you to Elam, which means a place of endless supply, a place of blessing, a place of overflow. If you believe it, I'm not asking you where you are tonight. I'm telling you where God is taking you. I'm telling you, you better get ready to move with God. You better get ready to leave Mara. You better get ready to leave your pain. You better get ready to leave your wilderness, your desert, your past your mistake, your failure, and you better get ready for God to get you out, to get you up, and to get you in to what God promised. If you believe it tonight, come on, shout Amen, because God can do nothing without your inner conversation. You have to believe that God is going to do it. So God is going to touch the dry places in your life. I said God is going to touch the dry places in your life doesn't need your permission. He's God alone. He doesn't need a committee. He will open a door no one can shut. He's going to turn your barren areas into fruitful places. He's going to turn your sorrow into joy. Isaiah 59 verse 19, the Bible says, When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Zechariah 4 verse 6, Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Isaiah 10, 27, the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. I'll tell you something, when you're under the anointing, you see things that you don't see in the natural. And right now, God's showing me some things. Ezekiel chapter 47. And we read from verse 1. The Bible says, this is God talking, the prophet speaking prophetically about a move of God, which is about to come. I said about a move of God, which is about to come. And if God pours out His glory upon the earth, that means God's going to pour out His glory on you. Glory means God's goodness, a manifestation of God's favour. You know, sometimes we get all mystical when we talk about the glory of God and we talk about the goodness of God and we think that God is, glory is silver and gold dust falling from heaven. No, my brother and my sister, when the glory of God follows, you change and everything about you changes. Life comes into your emotion. Life comes into your heart. Life comes into your body. Life comes into your mind. Life comes into your decisions. Life comes into your tomorrow. When you get yourself under the spout where the glory comes out, you will change. You cannot be the same no more. When the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul in the Old Testament, the Bible says he was turned into another man. I'm telling you that God is going to turn many of you into another man, into another future. God's going to give you a new lease on life. God's going to cause your hair to grow again. God's going to get you out of the prison and God is going to get you to the palace by the power of the Holy Ghost. Shout Amen if you believe it. It's not going to happen through people's intellect. It's not going to happen by wise plotting and scheming. It's not going to happen by your own gifts and talents. 
These are the days where you are going to have to live reliant on the Holy Ghost as never and be in the place where God can anoint you. And that is the temple. And don't tell me I am the temple. I know you're the temple, but you're not doing a, a, a lot by being your own little temple. He says, we are being built up a temple, a dwelling place. That's the local church. That's why Satan has targeted the church to shut the church down all over the world during this pandemic because he knows that's God's design. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. That's why whoever stands for the church will be attacked with every force of hell because the devil knows if he can shut the church down, the devil knows he will stop the glory of God from covering the earth. God is not gonna fall over there and God's not gonna fall over there. God's gonna fall like on the day of Pentecost when believers are gathered together, united in prayer with a hunger for God to move. That's when the glory of God is going to be released and when God brings revival to this church or the church of Jesus Christ, God's gonna bring revival to your life because the, the, the river, and I will show you this now, flows from the sanctuary. It's, it's like many people want to redesign God's pattern. You cannot. When Moses uh, had to build the tabernacle, God said to him three times, see that you build according to the pattern. Because when we no longer build according to His pattern, we build according to our pattern, and that is our attempts to please God. Then we interfere with God. So a lot of people get interviewed. I watch them on television, Christian television stations, and then they say, there's a new order. Huh? That God's gonna do things differently. Huh? That the way churches were is no longer be. Huh? Where's that Scripture? Because on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost was poured out, the church was birthed. The very thing that Jesus came for. Now we have to understand this. Because if we think we're going to walk in a measure of blessing outside of the local church, we are fooling ourselves because God's anointing is magnified when His people come together in unity, where we glorify God, where we praise God, where we exalt the Name of Jesus. That's when we draw heaven's power into our midst. That's what the Bible says, okay? That's the pattern in the New Testament. So when we talk about glory, it's not going to happen to somebody just sitting there by themselves in a, a, under a palm tree. It's going to happen when people gather themselves in the presence of God. You know, a lot of people get confused with Old Testament and New Testament. We're living where? In the New Testament. The role of the prophet in the Old Testament. The role of the prophet in the New Testament. How God spoke in the Old Testament. How God speaks in the New Testament. The, 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 the rules that applied under the Old Covenant. The rules that apply under the New Testament. The dispensation that we are living in right now is a dispensation of grace and truth. Mercy, not a dispensation of judgment, not a dispensation where God finds fault or God wants to destroy you, but a dispensation where God says, you come to me and you will find the source of life in my praises. You just present yourself. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be spotless. You don't have to be qualified. There's nothing you can do that will make God accept you. God has already accepted you 2,000 years ago through the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So when you stand before the throne of God, God looks at you through the blood of Jesus Christ and that blood sanctifies you. And that blood is your way into the throne room of Christ. The Bible says we enter by a new 
and a living way into the presence of God. So we don't come like the Old Testament from the outer court to the inner court to the holy place and into the holy of holy place. We just now walk into the presence of God. So you may come to church fatigued, tired, having thought with your wife on the way to church. It matters not. God is here tonight. He is Jehovah Shammah. God is here tonight to touch you. God is here tonight to deliver you. God is here tonight to bless you. That is who He is. He cannot deny Himself. He is. Don't say to Moses, go tell Pharaoh, I am who will be. I am who I was. I was who I am. I is. Huh? If I was an American now, I could say I is. I is. <laughs> I is. I am. I am whatever you need. I'm the old covenant. And remember when, when, when and, I, and I'm going somewhere, when Moses cried out for the glory of God, um, God said, I will do what? Make my goodness pass before you. When Jesus was birthed, what was the announcement? Goodness. Peace to all mankind. So this move of God is going to be a move, listen, of the demonstration of the goodness of God through the church. Bible says how God, Acts 10.38, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil. That's why I'm saying to you, when the anointing comes, it's gonna mobilize the church of Jesus like never to eradicate poverty, to address the issues of the day. The church of Jesus cannot just sit and soak. The church of Jesus has to arise and the church of Jesus have to take their rightful place in society and we have to bring reformation and deal with the issues that we are facing in our day. Can you say amen tonight in Jesus' Name? So, so we're not talking about you being revived there in your corner and all you do is sit in your corner. We've had enough of that sitting and soaking Christianity that has changed nothing. Amen. We need a move of God and I'll show you now that will first touch you, but it will not be focused on you alone. It will turn you into somebody that becomes a full-blooded ambassador of Jesus Christ, where you do the works of Christ and you are a preacher of the Gospel of Christ and you lay hands on the sick and you cast out devils where you're not dependent on a formula, but you live empowered by the Holy Ghost. So He brought me back to the door of the temple, verse one, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east and the water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. And He brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gate that faces east and there was water. Metsi. How many of you are thirsty tonight? You're still thirsty for the presence of God. Come on, if you are, give Jesus a praise. Come on, just give Him a praise. Hallelujah. You've not lost your thirst in this COVID. It's a matter of time. You are thirstier for God than ever. Verse 
Verse 3 says, And when the man went out to the east with a line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and brought me through the waters, and the water came up to my ankles. There's a lot of people that are happy, not even with ankle deep water, they want to sit on the river bank. And, and right now, for me, the interpretation of the river bank would be sitting on your lazy boy, sitting on your couch, and watching Christian TV, being a church hopper. Now you're not hopping physically, you're hopping channels. As soon as the preacher says what you don't like, you hop to another channel and then you hop quickly to see what's happening in the IPL and then you hop back. Then you hop what's happening over there and you hop back. It's a, you, 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 you're not going to change that way. You have to get your feet back in the church. You have to get yourself back on the riverbank. That's a good start. You have to get back to the coast. You have to go back to where there's water. You have to go back to the, to the source. You have to go back to the eye of the spring. You have to go back to where life flows from. And that is God's design. It is the local church. Jesus is coming back for a glorious triumphant church. So, so we thank God for those who are actually once in a while go to a church and it's like people that go on holiday and you say, how was your holiday? They say, I had a great time. You say, did you swim? They say, yes. You say, how deep did you go? Oh, I just went as far as the grandkid. No, my children. In the ankle deep water, right? But I mean, for that farmer from the free state, he thought he had a whale of a time. Maybe he did. Let me just not say what is in my head now. So, <laughs> um, any case, get your thoughts focused because I'm just seeing a lot of whales that are beached. <laughs> it's like those sea lions. Ah, ah. Okay, okay. They're enjoying the sun, but they're not enjoying the water. Okay, so next time you go and you have the privilege and the government doesn't keep you off the sand, <laughs> at least venture beyond the sand to the sea. And when you get to the sea, go a little bit deeper. I said, what? I said, go a little bit deeper. I said, what? I said, you've got to go deeper. 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 You've got to press into God's presence. You've got to go deeper. You have to go beyond the place of ankle deep water. You have to go deeper. The next level is, is knee deep water. That's where the shallow waves are. You've got to go deeper. Next level is waist deep water. You've got to go deeper. Come on, somebody say deeper. You've got to go deeper, young person, in your relationship with Jesus Christ. You've got to go deeper in your commitment, in your separation in the love that you have for the things of God, you've got to go deeper to where? To a place where I cannot stand, to a place where I have to swim, to a place where I have to trust the currents of the Holy Ghost, to a place where the waves of God, the move of God will take me to a next level and to a next place, to a place where you will discover the greatness of God and the power of God 
in the deep unknown where you learn to lose control and you allow God to take over and you learn to experience what God has for you in the name of Jesus. You've got to go deeper. And everybody, everybody that knows if, if you, if you want to get to the big waves, it takes a little bit of effort, right? You have to pray a little bit more. Hallelujah. You have to rabba sakana mashenkembre, riataya haba sakalebe, regadaba sotorabanda labadeshte, ikrababa sotorianda rabadeke, riataya laba sotoramondo. You've got to praise a little bit louder. You've got to praise a little bit longer. You've got to worship a little bit longer. You have to pass everybody else that is in a place of comfort, a place of shame a place of mediocrity, a place of average, and you've got to decide, I'm going deeper, I'm going deeper, I'm going to the place where only God can sustain me in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not staying where I've been for the last 21 months. I know that God has got something greater in store for me. I am going deeper in Jesus' Name. And you know, all of you know this, a lot of great swimmers, my son-in-law is one of them. He's 12 foot nine, um, he is a great swimmer. So he doesn't even go where we go. We go to the biggest waves and I always thought I go deep, but he goes where there are no waves. And I think, what are you doing there? Because the fun is where the waves are. Now he just wants to prove he can go deeper. Huh? Where are you? I'm not talking about now the natural things. I'm talking about spiritual. Where are you? You all know to get out deeper, you have to pass and press through all these people that are, that are bunched together. Yeah, in, in waist deep water. That's just bunched together. You can't even get past those people. So you have to go around them so that you can catch what is ahead. So that you can catch the waves of the Holy Ghost. You can catch the move of God. You can catch what God has in mind for you. So you become determined, you become hungry. Because let me tell you something, my brother, my sister, whether you're a surfer, a wind surfer that I used to be, whether you're a body surfer, whatever you do, once you catch the wave out there, you are never gonna be happy with the ankle deep water again. You're never gonna be happy with the little waves here. You always look for that wave, the power of that wave out there that has taken you in a dimension that you've never known before. Are you listening to me today? We've got to go deeper. Because it's in the deep waters where things change. It's in the river where the water was too deep. Verse 5. Water in which one must swim means you have to lose control. A river that could not be crossed in the natural. And he said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and turned me back to the bank of the river. So he took them, he took him deep inside to see where the power of God is. Then he took him back to the bank of the river to show him what is the purpose of the power. What is the purpose of the anointing? Acts chapter one, verse eight. Luke chapter four, verse 18 and 19. And he said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. And when I returned there along the bank of the river were very many trees, one side and the other. Those who have never experienced salvation, never experienced the life of God, 
never experienced the presence of Jesus. People all over in the world. And he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley. Valley symbolizes people, valley of decision, Joel chapter three, and enters the sea. And when it sees always in, in, in the book of Revelation and in the Bible, when the Bible talks about a sea, it talks about a multitude of people. Are you listening? This move of God has a purpose attached to it. This move of God is to bring you the end time harvest. It's to cause the greatest revival that this world has ever seen where people are gonna come running to the house of God and people are gonna get saved. Your cousins, your nephews, your nieces, your friends, your family will get saved. Those that you have witnessed to forever, they are gonna get saved. They are gonna be swept by this move of the Holy Ghost, by this powerful river that is gonna gush out of the rock. And that rock, by the way, is Jesus Christ. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail on this rock. The rock is Christ, not Peter. On this rock, from the church, this water will gush. I said from the church, this water will gush. From the church, this water will spread. From the church, this water will cause life everywhere in Jesus' Name by the presence of God. It says it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there for they will be healed. And everything will live wherever the river goes. I tell you tonight that God is going to open the rock and the water will gush out into your own life. Personally, even the dry, hard places are going to come alive again in Jesus' Name. Those who despised you will bow before you. Things people said cannot be done. God's going to use you to do the very things that people said cannot be done. Not by might nor power, but by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' Name. The things people said are impossible. In these days will be possible by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' Name. I said with God, all things are possible in Jesus' Name. I don't care how long your Lazarus has been in the grave. When the rock is open and the river gushes out, Lazarus will come forth from the grave and he will live again. You will live again. You will run the race that God has for you in mind. Lazarus is coming forth in Jesus' Name. I don't care how long you've suffered the same condition. This river will change that condition. This river will touch your condition. This river will align you with the purpose of God and the presence of God. Jesus is gonna touch His people. He's gonna touch the world. He's gonna open the prison doors. He's gonna cause the prisoners to come out and the devil will not be able to stop it. Hallelujah. The devil will not be able to keep you down. The devil will not be able to keep you bound. No more because the shackles will be destroyed because of the anointing. Hallelujah. Listen to me tonight, many prodigals, many atheists, many unbelievers. Many of those who are anti the very things of God will bow and they are gonna serve Him. The mockers and the scoffers are gonna be arrested by the presence of God and they are gonna serve God. Hardened hearts are gonna become softened by the power of God. A wave of repentance is gonna hit the earth with great glory in Jesus' Name. Listen, God is preparing His church for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is coming back. He is coming back soon. 
This is what the Holy Ghost told me. The Holy Ghost is going to be like a rushing wind, like a mighty river in these days, preparing the bride of Christ for His return. It is time now, now more than ever, than to wade into the river, to draw into the presence of God. And as you draw deeper, every yoke will be destroyed. Every burden will be removed. God is going to destroy the yoke of depression. God is going to destroy the works of the enemy in your life. God Himself is going to destroy the works of Satan in the earth in this hour. Everyone touched by this river will live. Oh, there is a stirring. There is a stirring. There is a sound of the Lord in the mulberry trees. And you better get ready, 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 ready for a move of God in Jesus' Name. You have to press in and pray like never. You have to go for the lost with a renewed passion. You have to keep the voice of rejoicing alive at all times. God is going to move in these days like we've never witnessed. He's going to sweep through cities and nations. We are going to see stadiums filled with people talking about unbelievers are going to feel God and encounter God and they're going to be drawn into the presence of God by the Holy Ghost. People like Saul are going to be arrested and they're going to become a Paul. God is going to touch the hardened hearts in this hour. Chief sinners are going to get saved. Top politicians are going to get saved. People in business are going to get saved. God is on the move in the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, shout Amen. Come on there on Faith TV, Praise TV. Shout Amen. Shout Amen. Shout Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. We love you. Hallelujah. 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 God is not asleep. He's not on a journey. God's hand is not too short. God has not abandoned us. More than ever, we have to hunger, cry out, press in. We'll see the greatest move of God this world has ever seen. The greater the darkness, the greater the light. The greater the attempts of the enemy, the greater the power of God to silence the enemy. Be patient. God knows what He's doing. Be patient. For your redemption draws nigh. Be patient. For the coming of the Lord draws near. Be not distracted. Be not derailed. But seek His presence more than ever before. I want every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving. In this place, Bloemfontein, Johannesburg, Cape Town, Potsdam, churches all over the country, people on social media. You've come here tonight and for whatever reason, you've lost your love for Jesus. You know, you know, it's not a time to sit on a fence. We have to be hot or we have to be cold. Full on or full on out. Tonight you're not here by accident. There's many things you could have done. There's many things other people are doing that they could have been here. You chose to be here. Maybe you didn't even choose it. Maybe a friend convinced you to come. I want to tell you that the rock Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago died for you. And that that rock was broken <clears throat> on Calvary. That rock, the Bible says, where the water came from in the New Testament is Jesus Christ, 
in the Old Testament, in the New Testament is Jesus Christ, that rock. The water of revival, the water of refreshing, the water of healing is not gonna come from any other rock. I don't care if you call your church the rock of all rocks. It's gonna come from the person, from the rock himself, the foundation, the pillar, the chief cornerstone. The one who is still very much in control, even in the midst of all this craziness. Your life has been shaken, I don't know. Maybe you lost sight of Jesus in this pandemic. Maybe if you die tonight, you don't know where you'd spend eternity. There in Bloemfontein, Johannesburg. And tonight you need a solid foundation again. Maybe you've gone like the prodigal son, you've left your father's house, I don't know. But I know one thing that God's mercy is on you every morning and that God is here tonight to touch you. And God is here tonight to bring life to you. But this life will not come through any other person than Jesus Christ who said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. In Him was life and the life became the light of the world. As many as received Him, to them He gave the power to be children of God. So while every head is bowed, every eye closed, maybe you've never given your life to Jesus. Maybe at one time you did, but you've lost yourself. God is not yet tonight to judge you. God is yet tonight to save you. And there's a stirring in your heart tonight and that is the Holy Spirit calling you to give yourself back to Jesus. Forget your friends, forget those around you. I don't care what you've done, where you've been. It matters not. It matters what Jesus did for you 2,000 years ago. And tonight, you can have an encounter with God and experience the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Every head bowed, every eye closed. People praying in this church, there in Bloemfontein, in Johannesburg, in all our other churches, right where you are. Put your hand on your heart and just pray this prayer with me right now. You say, Lord Jesus, tonight I respond to your touch and I come back to you. I present myself to you and I ask you to save me Forgive my sin. Wash me in your blood. Be my Lord and Savior. I believe with all my heart, you died for my sin. I believe you rose from the grave. I believe you're alive. Tonight, I come back to you. And I surrender all to you. And I thank you that I will never be the same again because of the love you have for me in Jesus' name. I'm home. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give Him a praise with the angels in heaven. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information on CRC, visit www.crc.org.za.